don't care. Life is short. Sure, I'm in the thumb club. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. I didn't even know this was a thing. Hey, you know, if you're looking for a reason to bet against the Broncos... I'm just looking for a reason to bet. Yeah, betting whales. Really? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes Podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is... That's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Well, Dave, uh, are you feeling any better than uh, than you were when you sent me the audio recording of your hideous voice? <laughs> I am. Uh, it, I sound a lot less hideous now. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I actually kind of sound good. You know, everybody sounds good with a little bit of a rasp, but uh, I, I could legitly not talk uh, Wednesday night and most of Thursday. So uh, I'm glad you gave me the extension and we are here and back live uh, broadcasting uh, the bets and quotes podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I know our listeners would appreciate it if appreciated you not being able to talk, but, uh, outside of that, it would have made it a little awkward for me. So, uh, yeah. I think this is slightly better. Uh, somebody else who is hurting a little bit this week is none other than Chris hockey. Uh, the Hawk walk is in the books, 50 miles completed between Monday and Wednesday of this week at mall of America, uh, lots, lots of different angles, lots of uh, fun and entertainment taking place over the three days. Uh, Dave, what were uh, what were some of the highlights for you from Hawk Walk 2022? Wow. Well, um, I, I think we could start with the outfit. Um, the, <laughs> out, the outfit was great. Um, you know, I, I don't think he calculated it in, and I I know I didn't as well. The fact that he would have to wear the same shorts multiple days in a row after walking 20 miles in them. Right. Uh, it sounds like he tried to wash them in the sink. <laughs> I don't think that was very successful. The only uh, image that came to my mind was John Candy in planes, trains, and automobiles washing his undies in the sink. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the outfit was great. You know, it would have been cool to get different outfits, but if it was me, I'd be like, just be happy that you're getting me to walk these 50 stupid miles. But um, yeah, I mean, the first day was big. Uh, it was a big day as he got a lot accomplished. Um, he, he had to deal with the pains that next morning and you could definitely hear it over the airwaves on Tuesday morning. 
Yeah, for sure. He, he sounded very defeated on Tuesday morning. And that was, that was the point where I was beginning to wonder, is this going to be, is this going to end up being like a four or five day event now? Uh, because yeah, he, he definitely sound like he sounded like he had had it on, on Tuesday morning, but he got up, uh, finished, uh, finished the show and he knocked out another 20 miles on Tuesday, bringing him up to 40, which, uh, you know, that, that was the tweet that Zach sent out was, uh, you know, 38 miles down, two to go. Uh, for a moment, I believe that White Bear Math had taken over and Zach could not subtract 38 from 50 properly. But um, thankfully, he got that figured out and uh, pocketed the, well, uh, the 40 miles on Tuesday or finished 40 miles on Tuesday. Yeah, I, I mean, to stand up for Zach, I think he was trying to say that he was trying to get, you know, another 20 done. But right. But uh, you, you can never be sure when Zach's running the power trip account and numbers are involved. Uh, it's 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 always a little bit shady at that point. So, um, for sure. And, and then Wednesday got there, and uh, and and I should say, by the way, uh, I I hundred percent agree with Chad Abbott on the the coverage. Monday was sorely lacking. Now Zach really upped his game Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, I, I have nothing but complimentary things to say on Tuesday and Wednesday, but Monday there was, there was like what, two updates. And most of it was from Chris himself tweeting pictures of his watch. Uh, there was almost nothing from Zach or the power trip account. So uh, apparently that free night in the hotel uh, Sunday night uh, basically amounted to two tweets on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Price per price per tweet. That's uh, that's not very good, especially for the, the amount of content we were getting. Um, yeah, it's Zach. We didn't we didn't send uh, you know AP Sports guy to cover the Hawk Walk. We sent uh, the fans sent Zach, so uh, we knew what we were going to get before we even sent them. So, <laughs> and it was good. Zach wasn't the loser of the church challenge, and he ended up walking quite a few miles uh, himself. Uh, right. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, no serious injuries to Zach, as far as we could tell. Uh, what was your reaction to the uh, the toe shots that hockey was tweeting out? Well, I was working on photoshopping. I was going to photoshop Steve <laughs> Buscemi's face on all of the heads of his toes, um, because that's the celebrity I associate with hideousness. Um, but I literally couldn't look at the picture long enough to like even like it, it was so gross that I, I just I couldn't do it. So um uh, I think that's probably the worst set of toes ever tweeted by a K fan staff member, and that puts him ahead of Paul Allen from his famous. Say, that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, PA tweeted out the uh, the picture of his toenails when he got that pedicure, and that uh, that was the leader in the clubhouse. But uh, I think Hawk has now exceeded that. So I'm still emotionally scarred from that picture. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, Wednesday rolled around, uh, Hawk had 10 miles to go. He got it finished up. Did you watch the live stream via Instagram? Um, I watched the live stream, not as he crossed the finish line. I watched the live stream as he ended day two. So I did get a couple of notes out of that, which was really funny on the, the end of Tuesday's walk. Uh, somebody in the ch- the live chat on Twitter was calling Hawk forced limp. Because he was limping as he uh, ended the day two finish line, and uh, Forrest Limp was trending there, um, at least in the chat there with uh, about 420 people, which you know, nice. What do you remember that number? Funny, funny, I did. So that was that was really good. I wish I would have been on live for uh, the finale, but 
Yeah, yeah it, it, and it was quite the finale because uh, Hawk crossed the finish line uh, precisely at 2.16.49 p.m., uh, just barely hitting the over. We never bet on it because we didn't do a show last week. We should have bet on it. But, um, yeah, he barely hits the over uh, on that one, finishes it up early afternoon, um, 50 miles in about two and a half days. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I would have... I would have been on the over that's for sure. Uh, but man, he, he plugged away really hard those first two days and battled through it. And, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm very proud of Hogsley. Yeah. And it was quite the sweat for a while too. Cause I know I texted you when he was at like mile 48 and I'm like, he is on pace to do this at like two seventeen, which is almost exactly what it ended up being. Cause he kind of kept the same pace for those last two miles. So uh, yeah, it was that was pretty nuts and uh well well done there hockey uh we'll see what the punishment turns out to be for uh for next year because uh you never know uh what he's going to agree to because he's just going to assume he's going to have to do it so um maybe we'll have to collaborate uh and submit our own punishment he opened it up to the rube so if you guys uh have some ideas for a good punishment um, shoot them hockey's way and uh we'll we'll see what plays out for uh church challenge 2022 because you know he's not getting out of it he has to do it so uh he's what do you want hawk to do he's not going to do it anymore and then he does it so every year yeah it's too good of a bit to for him to actually quit doing it so all right well that's hawk walk 2022 we've got a regular show for you tonight we're going to do a bets update we got the quotes of the week we're in your thoughts. We are going to visit some old predictions made by the guys and see how those actually turned out. Some good, some bad. Then we'll have quotes, notes, and that will do it for this week. A reminder to our Patreon listeners, uh, you're probably going to get this on Saturday and our happy hour is Saturday night. So if you hear this before the happy hour, this is your final reminder, but we are going to watch and bet on the wild game wild at Calgary on Saturday night, desperately needing a win. Uh, so we'll, we're betting on the wild. We're betting the over. I don't care what the lines are. I want to cheer for the wild and I want to cheer for goals. So that's yeah, what the over. bets are going to be. I'm going to do two separate bets. And because we don't have a big benefactor this year for the golf tournament, because, uh, you know, we last year we had uh, Carl as our title sponsor. We don't have a title sponsor this year. So what I've decided to do with the bets in 2022 is if we win, you'll get the winnings from the bet, and then we'll take the amount of the bet and put that into the pool for the golf tournament, which will probably be sometime around Labor Day. So more to come on that. But uh, yeah, or if you want to become a gigantic benefit, uh, <laughs> a title sponsor of the 2022 golf tournament, uh, you are more than welcome to let us know. So, all right, with that, let's get rolling with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Okay, well, the Genesis Golf Tournament took place last weekend, and Marty walked off as the winner. She won $900. Parrish made quite the run. Of course, Parrish is going to make a run in a golf tournament. He finishes second. He wins the cut money, which was $50 from Lever and Hockey. Uh, so Perry didn't owe anything. He won a little bit. But Marty's your big winner with Corey's golfer, Colin Morikawa. Yeah, I think I think you took a little pleasure in the fact that Corey's golfer won, uh, or Corey's normal golfer won, but Corey did not profit off of it. Uh, I'm not a monster like that. You kind of have some more Corey blood in you. 
Oh. I wasn't a monster, but it was it was kind of the same philosophy of like when the Donaldson disaster happened. I a hundred percent was cheering for that for the Justin Thomas oh, yeah, outcome funny. because I mean you just you just had to. So uh, yeah, so when Corey passed on his guy to take John Rom, you kind of had to cheer for the disastrous outcome, and that's exactly what happened to Core. Yeah, well now he knows, and he stated that if Colin Morikawa is ever available. Um, he's going to take him. So that, that kind of settles that for now. <laughs> stick with your, stick to your guns. Um, another bet that we actually did place between us and you won an Earl of sandwich off of me is the initials jackpot. The initials jackpot hit again. Uh, Mike was the second ever winner of the initials jackpot quite a bit less than our good buddy, Carl, but still $13,500. I don't think anybody's going to sneeze at that. Second ever initials jackpot winner. It hit the under of 61.5. So uh, you won Earl off of me. Uh, Hockey won another $100 off sauce. And they redid the bet again. So uh, once again, Hockey has the under on 61.5. Sauce has the over on 61.5, which I still contend is a really, really good number. We just happened to hit it twice in a row on the underside. But it's kind of like flipping a coin. We hit a couple heads. Doesn't mean heads is coming up three times in a row. So if you want to redo the bet again, we can definitely do it. Too soon on that that coin toss. I'm still hurting from the Super Bowl. But um, I, I think it's a great opportunity for us to, uh, you know, run it back as well. Um, All right. We'll you want the over it. or the under? I will take the under. All right, you're on the under again. I'm with Sauce on the over. Uh, let's let's pump this bitch up. That's what if I ever get through when it's like a small amount like that. I'm I'm seriously guessing XX, but um, let's just let's get this baby going. So, all right, the next one, next bet I have. Uh, this one's coming right down to the wire. Uh, the over under on Gopher basketball wins is 14 and a half. They are sitting at 13. They've got three games to go. One of them is very winnable. The other two. Eh, maybe you get one out of the two they almost knocked off wisconsin uh that would have been a huge help to cory and sauce but cory and sauce need two of these last three to hit the over hockey of course has the under uh this one's coming right down to the wire yeah i it, it really sucks that they missed out on that uh canceled game that should have been rescheduled that might be the one that really uh <laughs> decides this bet um you know, definitely yep Obviously, all Power Trip Nation, including uh, assistant coach Chris Hockey, is uh, supporting and behind the uh, the Gopher basketball team. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. So it, it's only regular season? It's only regular season, like a normal so preseason win total. It does not count. Correct. Yep. It's just wow. a, a normal, normal win total bet and everything. There's no postseason in most total bets. So unless it's explicitly stated. So, and it is kind of, it does kind of suck for Corey and Sauce. They lost the game, but honestly, most sports books would still recognize because this wasn't like an official sports book line. It was my line, but uh, more, most sports books, you know, if there's a game or two canceled during the season, they'll still recognize the bet. Um, you know, baseball, the threshold's usually like, 158, 159 games, hockey, you know, they'll give them a game or two if they miss. So, um, so yeah, definitely doesn't void the bet. I know there's going to be people that are looking for exceptions to, uh, to get, uh, to get Corey and sauce the win, but uh, yeah, they, they need to win two of these last three to make it happen. The last bet I want to talk about is one of my favorite bets, a potential contender for the bet of the year. 
It's the Pokemon burglar bet. We haven't had a chance to talk about this one yet. The Pokemon burglar struck, uh, not took down somewhere. They said now over like $300,000 worth of Pokemon cards. Uh, Hawk figured he would be caught immediately because they had his fingerprints and his face on camera, but uh, he still hasn't been caught. And hockey only has until midnight on February 28th for the Pokemon burglar to be caught or sauce is going to win a hundred dollars on that bet. I think this is almost a lock at this point. The fact that there has been nothing, there haven't been leads, there haven't been calls for public information, nothing there's been nothing said about this case since the day it happened. Yeah, I I mean just the just saying Pokemon burglar bet gets me uh, you know, it, it does it for me. Oh I yeah. It, it's just uh it's even just fun to say. Um but yeah, gambling on whether a burglar uh someone who stole uh pokemon cards from a private party in uh you know betting on that time frame is just peak uh power trip bets so uh, i'm all for it and i guess you know sauce is looking pretty good here I, I wouldn't be counting my money at the table um but uh yeah he's looking pretty good yeah we're we're down to about 72 hours and uh, i think sauce has this one so see how that one plays out and they are well on pay their pace is over like seventy thousand dollars handle this year so they are doing just fine right now and organic bets like the pokemon burglar bet are exactly the kind of thing that uh they keep that total going so well that will do it for the bets update let's do those quotes and now it's time for the quotes of the week i'd let brett fart be on me sure had Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers? Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends. There have been some great quotes since we've been last on, uh, but I have narrowed it down to the top three here, and we will start at number three with Chris Hockey. But that was a game changer because I have a whole lot less rubbing going on between me old legs. They're still, don't worry about us. I got some butter in between there right now because of all the grossness going on down there with the, the rubbing. But the toes are a problem. They're still a problem. I don't think they'd be as much of a problem this morning if they weren't such a problem on Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rubbing's you know racing, saying? as you know. Well, there's, then, then my butt cheeks are, <laughs> are winning to 500. <laughs> my butt cheeks are winning the 500. There is a visual for you. That's for sure. Theater of the mind. Yep, that was uh, that was very good from Hogsley. Yes. Um, at number two, we have meat sauce. I was in karate when I was a kid. <laughs> I was white belt. Oh yeah, I quit. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why'd you quit? Uh, the uniform didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I didn't have a big enough belt. Oh, <laughs> the equator wasn't available. <laughs> That's such a dumb joke. The equator wasn't <laughs> available. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So just the ending of that is Sauce says the line, but he delivers it in such a manner that he knows it's going to be dismissed for being a stupid line. So he's like, he's meat sauce. He's doing Corey's job of meat sauce uh, translating the joke or meat sauce judge joking right uh, in there and then when Corey, you know realizes how dumb it was (laughs) how whatever stupid or how funny the joke was then it just re-triggers and then it really hits and uh 
That was that was a very versatile quote there, but I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. It was like one of those jokes that was so dumb it became funny. So yeah, exactly. so, well well played there by uh, both Corey and Sauce. Yes. Well, the only one that could top it this week, I keep saying it, but my God, he is hot. Number one, Max Fuller. Max, the song has an unspeakable power over any and all white men. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> what a great line. I didn't know the words when my arms started doing this, and I didn't even know why. Oh, I can't stop my right arm. I don't know why I'm doing this right now. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. And uh, Lost in the Shuffle there was a good secondary quote from Chris I can't stop my right arm, which uh, is not the first time he said that to that song. Yeah, I was going to say, that's more of a button bar uh, <laughs> on there, but my God, how funny is that? And, uh, you know, AJ tweeted <laughs> tweeted out right after uh, Max said that or that whole thing went down, uh, the the gif of, or gif, of hockey on stage <laughs> in Sturgis or whatever with his weird hair, you know, waving his arm, uh, that just about killed me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very good visual. Lots of lots of good visuals this week. Even you can even picture yeah. the equator trying to fit around Meat Sauce's waist too for a visual. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I mean just the reaction off of that quote alone, you know, means that it's going to be a very, very high seed. And uh Max, I guess I would declare him the favorite uh to win the twenty twenty two power trip quarter of the year term. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I have a feeling he's going to have his own bracket. I've called that a couple of times now, and I'm sticking with it. Well, that'll do it for the quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, in your thoughts this week, we are going to do the predictors. Uh, and yeah, not the normal predictors that we do uh, with the meat sauce uh, four pack of his old predictors. But uh, this is um, actual predictions that were made on the air um, over the years. Some of these turned out to be good. Some turned out to be bad. I thought uh, it would be fun to kind of revisit because it's always, you know, it's one of the things we love about betting is when you place a bet, there's there's a right and a wrong answer. And, you know, so much of what uh, what people get aggravated about, and you know, yell and scream about is all opinion. And, you know, you can't ever come to like a clear black and white decision. Uh, so that that's why betting is fun. That's why I like that they, you know, they place bets because then, hey, you have a winner, you have a loser. Well, uh, some of these predictions definitely turned out one way or the other. And we will start with Ben Lieber. And a few people, when I was down south, that's all they wanted to do was watch Duck Dynasty. They just wanted to watch it. No, I get it. They brought I just, it to a party to watch it. I Listen, when it, when there's a marathon on, I catch myself watching four or five episodes at a time. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, you know, season three, they're on to season four. I don't put it past much like maybe season five. I think they just got to cut ties. So uh, Ben called five seasons on Duck Dynasty. And for the record, it lasted 11 seasons. That's a bad prediction. Wow. Way to go, Ben. <laughs> Did you, a, were you a Duck Dynasty guy? <laughs> I, well, I mean, Duck Dynasty kind of came on the scene right at the same time that memes and not even the, the GIF world, but 
the meme world started. Right. So like anytime you went on Facebook or Twitter, you just see some like, you know, the old uncle that looks like he smokes, you know, meth or whatever for a little Oh yeah. Um, you know, you have him saying, you know, get her done or something, but, uh, so I, I think I've, I've probably watched three or four episodes by accident, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't as, uh, emotionally invested as Ben Lieber was apparently not. And he watched the show. So you would have thought he would have been better with this production. Well, I'm going to give Ben a chance to immediately redeem himself because this is, uh, this is, this is the only person that had two predictions in the field. So, uh, Let's see if Ben can redeem himself or dig himself even deeper in a hole. Is Josh Freeman, who, by the way, not under contract for next year, which says plenty, not under contract for next year. Is he a guy that you'd like to see this team go trade for and under what circumstance? Ben, I liked your take on fam. I wanted to tell Charge what you said. Uh, I, I said no. Um, I think there's bigger issues going on with him from a leadership standpoint. I want a quarterback that can come in here, be a guy that can be the quote-unquote franchise guy, and be the, the, the outright leader of men and leader in the locker room. And, and he didn't get that designation in Tampa Bay, whether or not it's political, whether or not it's Shiano just wanting to like, um, you know, change his ways or something or, or, or make a statement. Um, but it sounds like there's a little bit of maturity issues with him. And uh, to me, it just doesn't sound like he doesn't have – the resume and doesn't have the skill set right now that I would put up with something like that. If I'm building around what I would think is a franchise quarterback. So that is a good prediction from Ben Lieber. And keep in mind, this was like, this was probably a month before the Vikings ended up signing Josh Freeman and playing him in that disastrous Monday night game. So this was like even pre Vikings, uh, Ben Lieber called that Josh Freeman was not the answer. Wow. And uh, yeah, that Monday night football game was, Probably the worst game I've ever seen in Vikings history, and I watched 41 Donut. Uh, do you happen to remember who had Josh Freeman in the Fantasy Church Challenge for that Monday night? Uh, I'm going to guess Chris Hockey. <laughs> Chris Hockey had Josh Freeman as his oh, fantasy God. quarterback. Oh, That's on the really one of the worst quarterback games in the history of the Minnesota Vikings. So, yeah, like. Uh. He missed receivers and the ball went in the stands and he wasn't throwing it away. Like he, uh, it was it like was, he was blind. It was so painful to sit there and watch that game. It was just awful. So, all right. Well, next up, um, Gardzi used to be on the power trip and uh, Gardzi was Gardzi's one. He will definitely put his stake in the ground and uh, Gardzi made a prediction. Oh, oh, good luck with was... the e pull tabs and everything. And yeah. It's yeah. working out quite well, actually, yeah. isn't so, it? Yeah. Don't like smoke to... anywhere, but please smoke because these pull tabs don't work. <laughs> hey, over there's uh, Kurt Bakken right over there to your left. Uh, so, yeah, Justin Gard said that e-pull tabs do not work. Uh, the latest figures available are that e-pull tabs generate $1 billion in revenue for the state every single year. Uh, bad prediction, Justin Gard. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, Gardzi. He, he went to two. He went to how many colleges, and he still can't get things right. <laughs> yeah, I and I do remember that when people were, you know, so like they were just the 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 in thing was to trash e poll tabs early on, and you know everybody was confused by them. They thought it was a big boondoggle and everything. And yeah, they they are generating uh, millions and millions of dollars in in bottom line revenue for the state. Uh, yeah. The, the actual sales are over a billion dollars. So uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I've, I've definitely contributed to that. 
and that's not even including paper pull tabs man that's just uh that's just the e-pull tab side of it so don't get me started all right well our beloved superstar mike morris was also one to make predictions and uh he was talking about mma legit and it's free fighting yes on television yes it's free i've been paying for it i can watch it for free Dumb idea, UFC. I was giving you money for it. Now I'm never going to do that well, again. Fox is giving them I money know, for I'm it. Kidding. But, but kidding. think of, think, yeah, for sure. But think of the bars that, in the past, the bars that have had pay-per-view UFC and they just pack them in. Yeah, man. Now people can sit at their house and watch it for free or go to the bar and watch it for free. They are mainstreaming a sport right in front of our very, very eyes. We're watching one sport go away boxing and we're watching a, a brand new one come up star Abs- absolutely nailed it absolutely nailed it um ufc is markedly more uh entertaining to watch uh there's so many better athletes uh that are gravitating towards uh ufc and mma in general uh as to boxing there's since really, you know, Mike Tyson, there really hasn't been somebody. I mean, there, there's some really good boxers out there. I won't, I won't knock that. I don't want to get, uh, you know, hit in the face with the uppercut from some of the boxing rooms out there. <laughs> the UFC, uh, I fell in love with it once the pandemic started, but yeah, they, once they locked up that deal with ESPN, uh, they really have done well. And I'm really excited about the future of the UFC and MMA Yep. Yeah. And, and for sure. I mean, and, you know, and at the time it was, it wasn't so obvious that it was going to be such a big hit, but uh superstar nailed it. He said they were mainstreaming it and that's exactly what happened. Well, we got two more left. I saved the best two for last, uh, including a very hot sports take from our own Corey Cove. When Brady came back and beat Peyton Manning and then Mark Rosen was like, Oh, it's clear. It's clear. It's over. It's over. It's not even in the conversation. Brady's better than Manning. I'm going, Are you nuts? It's not even remotely over. You could debate that forever. We'll never have a definitive answer if Manning or Brady is better. Both answers are acceptable. We'll never have a definitive answer whether Brady or Manning was better. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then he probably ran off, what, five or six Super Bowls after he said that? (laughs) Exactly. That's pretty definite to me. And the mistake was not at the time... You know, the, the mistake was how Corey said that is that we will never have an answer. Um, at the right. time, he could have said the answer right now is not clear. Uh, but saying we will never have an answer is what makes this one a really bad prediction. Right. If you were even to say we won't know until after they both retired from the National Football League. Exactly. That's, that's different. So maybe it was just the error in phrasing. But uh, for what he said, he was wrong. Yeah, bad prediction. All right, last one. Um, and this one this one's gonna hit home with you, Dave. Um, our good friend John Bonus offered up his very prescient mind to make this prediction. Yeah, I, I think he's right. I think that if there's sure. one if there's one business that I could invest in right now that I know would return my investment, it would be opening a pot shop. You know? Sure. Well, everyone else is opening up e cig stores. Yeah, Those I know. are dumb. I know. It seems like a passing fad to me. Yep. I would think Minnesota has a reasonable chance of being one of the first oh, sure. states yeah. to go legal in that. We're I fairly agree. liberal on that sort of thing. Get after it. I would agree. So John <laughs> Bonus predicted that Minnesota would be one of the very first states to legalize marijuana. Oh, oh you naive, uh, beautiful man. 
still don't have gambling, still don't have marijuana. Uh, yeah, the state, it, the only thing they have is Sunday liquor sales. That's, uh, that's what the only thing Minnesota has going for it. Uh, uh, what a sad state of affairs. And uh, yes, uh, John Monas, you were way, way off with that bad prediction. Yeah. Thankfully, there are other ways to uh, do some of my favorite things uh, with uh, without them being legal. So I'll just I'll just thank thank the Lord for that. <laughs> thank the Lord for the illegal black markets. There we go. All right. All right. Well, it's time for quotes notes. Uh, and since we did predictors early, let's hit a predictors open, of course. Here it is. Oh, boy. The new open for the predictors. It's time for the <laughs> mother <laughs> predictors. Oh Rosie Corey Gurdsy and the Hawkman. <laughs> Meets us is really mainly missing. All right, Dave, what do you got for us this week? All right. I, uh, it's been busy for me. Uh, so I just have some random ones in here and it's been a while too. Uh, the, the wizard of Oak, uh, mm-hmm. bit, I absolutely love it, especially because, you know, his music, he's got so many different tastes and you never really know what he's going to like. And I think it's fun, uh, that the guys guess at it, but the best part about the bit for sure is the open by Hawk, which, um, you know his his smurf filter whatever he had on his voice is just hilarious oh yeah yeah it's uh, i always love when oak is in like i i you know honestly because i i originally liked it when oak would talk music because obviously he's just you know a library of music and everything like that and i do appreciate that but i love when oak just becomes like a rube because oak likes to gamble and oak likes to talk sports and everything and it's just fun when they actually end up on a like a little tangent and he's actually uh actually talking about something other than music too because uh definitely has has one of the best voices around and uh yeah always has something interesting and fun to say for sure um next up is uh orange julius's hawk said that he's never had one on monday when he was uh doing the hawk walk i absolutely love uh orange julius's not that i have gotten one in the last five years but I have made a recipe, a drink recipe for a cocktail that tastes exactly like one. It's Captain Orange Juice and Sprite, all equal parts, and it's absolutely amazing. I hate Orange Julius, and it's not because of Orange Julius per se. What I hate about it is um, I lived for, I moved out of Minnesota when I was 18, and all the places that I lived for a long time the only Dairy Queen you had were the Orange Julius slash Dairy Queen ones. And those were a complete fucking sham because they had such a limited menu. There was almost nothing DQ that you could really get there. And yeah. it, it pissed me off so bad because you'd be like, oh, Orange Julius Dairy Queen. And you'd look and it's like, oh, yeah, I can get like a fucking Dilly Bar or something. I mean, it was, it was so pathetic. And so I have always associated Orange Julius with extreme disappointment, no fault of their own. Jeez, tough crowd. Tough crowd, man. Well, um, next up, oh, there was a song. There's a song that was played as bumper music on Monday that doesn't know. I, I think it was Max that was playing the board, but it sounded very synth poppy. And I uh, I ran it through my, uh, what's the Shazam? Shazam. And it's a song called uh, Night Call. It's really weird, but it, it I, I I absolutely love it. So uh, I just thought I would mention that. Then 
night call. I forget who even the artist is. It's really weird, but whatever. Thank um, you. The pea hive is now a thing. I can uh, before 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 you go down this road. I can guarantee you, you and I are going to have different opinions on this. Okay. Um, well, the first thing is, well, first off, it's cool. We've been looking for a nickname for like the power trip, like Rube slash family thing forever. And uh, the idea of the Peahive, I, I, I like it. The spelling of the Peahive, can we break that down? Uh, Chris has used Chris has used P-E-E Hive. I mean, I, I don't want it to be like too R. Kelly of a nickname. You know, maybe it should just be P-Hive or I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a hundred percent on opposite sides of this. It's, it's a fucking stupid name. Um, I, I'll, I'll just say that. And, and, and that's meant with all, with all due respect. Sorry, that came out wrong. Whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, it's a dumb name. It's Power Trip Nation. That's what Power Trip Nation has always been. If you want a specific Twitter name for that, then make it something like related to, I don't know, a bird or tweeting or something like that. It's it's a horrible name, and I was sad to see so many people uh, agree or pick up on it and use it right away. I'm like, well, uh, well yeah. uh, you know, Power Trip Nation didn't get whatever his name is on the show. The Peahive got whatever his name is on the show. Nick Bargazzi on the show. <laughs> you don't even know his name. That's even better. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I I absolutely will not be using that term um, at all. So uh, they he can call us whatever he wants to, but uh, he's he hasn't been around since uh, it's been Power Trip Nation. And like I said, if you want if you want a separate, because I realize not everybody's on Twitter, and so if you want like a separate name for all the people that like tweet at people and stuff like that, that's fine. Just come up with an actual decent name and don't just go along with whatever uh, some comedian that doesn't know the show went with. Well, then this is going to make this next note uh, a little awkward because I have purchased the domain uh, to www.phive.com in both spellings. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So I can guarantee you won't be getting any web hits from the uh, Kansas just City, Missouri demand, domain. <laughs> I was just kidding. That was a joke. But Okay. Anyway, I was hoping so. Kicktheballs.com. I'll first uh, make money on that. So, hey. For sure. Uh, let's unpack the Super Bowl. I got a couple notes. Uh, obviously, I was devastated. Uh, the game might as well not have even been played after uh, Millie or uh, Billy Jean King uh, flipped. Now, if I would have known that the official wasn't flipping the coin, like I feel like I should get that money back. Like <laughs> they did not say designate who was tossing this said coin. Um, I, I feel I just got immediately some bad vibes when she, I mean, I, I think that coin only did like four rotations, which is ass. It's a, slow, it's, it's a yeah, slow flip. Yeah. 25 to 26. Um, it, it was a bad flip. It was a slow flip and it was not a profitable flip. So I guess I'm a little butthurt on that. Um, the best commercial I thought was the Larry David one. Um, <laughs> anytime he's on screen doing his thing, <laughs> I can't do it because my voice is gone. But, um, <laughs> He's hilarious. And uh, screw the officials for not calling that uh, offensive pass interference. And then uh, for Matt Gay for missing that extra point, uh, it would have been nice to at least push that uh, huge wager that I had on that. Um, luckily, I had uh, $100 teasers on both sides with uh, the Rams and the under, and I had Bengals in the over. 
and both of them were so enraged that both teasers, both opposite teasers hit. So I recovered some of my Rams minus four money. Yeah, it was one of the best lines that they've ever set. Like it was, it was right. an and I think absolute perfect line that the the book set on that. Yeah, and I think that might be the strategy going forward. Like these big games, you know, the big AFC NFC Championship, Super Bowl, or whatever. Um, you know, these books are getting really good at these lines, and if you play it on the teaser route, you. For example, if you played the Bengals in the over, the Bengals in the under, however way you played the teaser, the teaser won. Yep. So maybe, you know, you get the six point buffer. And I mean, you can you can find six and a half point teasers out there, too, with more juice. But um, the teasers might be my angle going forward for big games. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. The the books just kind of seem to know what they're doing in a lot of cases, don't they? I mean, I know Corey always points out like, well, you never remember the ones that were way off, which is true. But I mean, that that line, because, you know, when I was going up to uh, to bet on the Super Bowl, I was like, this is such a damn good line. It really was. It was just an absolute perfect line. It ended up being a perfect line because the Rams won but didn't cover on a low spread game. So that's uh, that's an absolute perfect line. Well done, sports books. Yep. Um, next note, uh, fourth place was not good enough to cash any of my futures on Team Schuster, although yeah. it was very fun to watch them compete um, over there in Beijing. And I'm really proud of the guy. They'll never hear this, but I'm proud of those guys. And they represented uh, our country and our state and power trip nation very well. Um, would have been nice to hit that, whatever, 16 to 1. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, wasn't quite the same team. as uh, 2018 when Tyler was on the team and uh, helped carry us yeah. to gold. Just uh, not quite the not quite the same vibe. But yeah, it, w- it was it was still fun to watch. And obviously, they made it to the medal round, so it's not like they went out there and laid an egg or anything. You know, there's just those those top four teams are all really really good teams for uh, sure. Very yep. close. I mean, Eden from Sweden is just uh, just a monster. Uh, took home, you know, we took all we had to beat him in uh, 2018 to win gold, and now he takes gold home this year. So yeah, those those teams are awesome, and uh, yeah, well done by by Team Schuster. Provide us a lot of entertainment for sure. Um, time for two more, and this is the oh good for me section, so you can play it or say it in your head as I say it. But um, I won Chuckapuck. Um, I saw that. That was, I have, so, I have not talked to you since then. So it's so crazy how it all happened. Um, you called had, it too. That was the best I, part. I know. I know. So I, I had an extra ticket Al, our friend, uh, Alex, who runs uh drunk, drunk Chris hockey on Twitter, uh, texted me and said, you know, Hey, are you going to the game tonight? And I gave him a ticket. So we went and I was feeling goofy because we, we had a couple bells too hearted, so we were feeling good. I may or may not have taken an edible before the game. So when I saw the uh, men's soccer team selling chunk of pucks, I said, "Well, why not?" And I bought I bought ten pucks. They're the foam pucks, thinking you know it's uh, closest to the dot wins or whatever. Those no, are so chunk. hard to throw too. Right. Um, it wasn't that chunk. It was way harder. It was like a, a fifteen gallon Rubbermaid bucket. And somebody had to make it in the bucket to win. Otherwise, the soccer team, you know, gets 100% of the funds instead of 50. Mm-hmm. So I, I luckily bought 10 pucks thinking that the first five were going to be just kind of experimental and get the flight and the bounce right and everything. Right. Because you know, I'm this from, you know, 12 rows up. 
Um, and my plan worked out um, on the sixth puck. I, uh, I one hopped it in and I was the only one to make it. Everybody around me was cheering and uh, I turned $10 into $686. I saw that was amazing. Well done. Um, yeah, definitely. You don't definitely don't get an Oh, good for you on that. You get a, a round of applause for that. That was, but that was that, awesome. But, oh, Cause yeah. I've done that before, like at hockey games before, and I, yeah, those foam pucks suck. I mean, you give me, you give me a real hockey puck and I'll chuck that fucker five hole on Patrick Waugh, but like a foam puck, those are really hard to, uh, really hard to get going. For sure. And, and I guess I wouldn't have even like brought it up or talked about it anywhere, but it was the fact that I, once I got my 10 pucks and wrote my name on them, we were sitting up in the stands. I'm like, I think, I think I'm the only idiot to buy like 10 pucks. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, so, uh, so I tweeted out, I was like, I'm currently minus 110 to win Chuck a buck tonight, you know, just throwing it out. Maybe four people will like it or whatever. <laughs> Not knowing that 15 minutes later, I'd have a, you know, a $600 envelope in my hand and I'd be the only one to make it. So that kind of made the story funnier. Damn, I should have taken that 110. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then the last one here is, uh, as I've talked about in the, the past couple of shows of had some life changes and I am, uh, I'm going to be on my own now. And uh, Chuck, I am happy to say that I have uh, gotten my offer accepted on a new home right uh, across from territory golf club, my favorite course. And, uh, and I will be in there as of March 18th. So I couldn't be more excited uh, for the future for myself. And you have the bets guest room all set up for me, right? Yeah, everything is ordered. Um, you can come up and stay as short or as long as you would like. Awesome. Yes, uh, I might need that, especially if Minnesota legalizes gambling at some point, because Missouri still hasn't done it. And I watched that legislative session this week and was ready to scream and throw my computer out the window at how dumb some of our elected officials are. And I, yes, I realize I'm on the Zach Halverson bandwagon of it's my money. I should be able to spend it however I want to. And our elected representatives are idiots and yeah, so uh, insert Zach rant here. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. If Minnesota gets it done before Missouri, I will be up there and living in your guest room. Wonderful. I would uh, I would love that. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Patreon folks, we're looking forward to seeing you at happy hour on Saturday night. Um, and the rest of you, we will talk to you hopefully next week. All right. Put everything into this bucket right here. Let's destroy the studio and forget that the uh, show ever existed. We'll start all over again tomorrow, okay? Why? Because I thought today was terrible. (laughs) Sorry. So let's just blow it up and we'll start all over again tomorrow, okay? Goodbye, everybody. Bye.